Um, we record these classes, and then sometimes if it ends up being a good Dharma talk, we will post them on our podcast, which is just called Love Hive Yoga, if you're ever curious about listening. If you, like, miss me, and you're like, just want to hear Audra, like, chat it up for nine minutes, <laughs> you can totally go on there. There's a bunch um, of, of our stuff up there. Jessica's on there a little bit, too. Um, so, yeah. I just went to Hawaii, which I, um, it ended up being a trip that cost me like $12, essentially. It was like this, like huge, the universe was like, hey, (laughs) you just like finished your divorce and took a daughter to college. (laughs) Would you like to do this? And do you know what happened, you guys? At first I said no. (laughs) I know. Because I had guilt. Like, I was like, oh, I've already been gone in Vermont, like, setting my daughter up at college, which was not vacation. It was, like, shopping at Target and Ikea outside the Newark airport. Like, that was, like, (laughs) that was what was going on there. Um, And, you know, and it was painful and everything like that. Um, But I was like, oh, I'm going to, like, not work or something. You know what I mean? Like, there was just all this stuff. And then it ended up being, um, literally, it was only four days, but the best vacation of my entire life. And it got me thinking a lot about um, the power of yes coming from the power of a strong and integrated no, right? Um, Have you guys heard the story of how John Lennon and Yoko Ono met? Um, No? Oh my gosh, it's the best story. I'm excited for this one. This is a yoga story. It comes from um, the Bhagavad Gita. Just kidding. (laughs) But it really is. (laughs) Um, So they hadn't met yet, and Yoko Ono is like this fabulous wild artist, if you don't know it, like really like outside the box. Like she staged a fake art show at like the Guggenheim or something like that and like put out ads that it was happening, but it actually wasn't happening. The art was just like her pretending it was happening. Like that she's really wild. Um, and so John Lennon went to this art show and it was hers and he, there's this like setup and it was all interactive and he had to climb up this ladder, right? And he's like, all right, I'm gonna climb up the ladder. And then you climb up the ladder and at the very top in tiny small print said the word yes. Isn't that beautiful? And he was like, oh my God, I have to meet this woman. And so sought her out, and then essentially they were inseparable soulmates for the rest of his lifetime. Um, And when I first heard that story, I immediately got it tattooed on my arm. Oh, I also got a pineapple tattoo when I was gone. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) A little embarrassing. And I began noticing how often it was that I was saying no from a place of fear, right? And there's a difference between saying no from a place of fear and saying no from a place that is um, integrated and about protecting our own light, right? And when we say no from a place of fear, it usually has to do with fear of rejection, with fear of abandonment, with fear of not belonging. Like many, many times when we make decisions from that place, it has to do with belonging and feeling like we might not be loved, right? And that was my sort of like initial feeling when I said no to the $12 Hawaii trip. Um, I had miles, just FYI. It wasn't like I knew a pilot. (laughs) Um, um, And so 
so I was like moving forward and kind of noticing like, wow, I say no a lot from this place that is really not rooted and integrated. And so I started practicing saying like, yes, more, even if I was scared of the yes, even if it felt a little bit risky, even if it felt like if I said yes, that I might not belong. And that was the first step, right? And then the second step was beginning to um, make a really powerful no coming from a place that is... Um, rooted in like being able to protect my own light so that I have the energy and the prana and the life force to be able to show up in my life from a place that is rooted in like my own values and my own integrity rather than from a place that is rooted in fear. Does that make sense, friends? Yeah, you guys are all like, yeah. And when we can get the combo of the powerful, strong no, it burns this pathway to like bright yes, right? Because then when we're saying yes, it's not from a place of wanting to be liked, of thinking that we're doing the right thing, right? Of getting into that um, binary thinking of right and wrong. It's coming from a place of this is going to serve me and this is going to serve the people around me. Um, and it's hard work because moment to moment, there's only like what happens in our life, right? That we can't control, even though we try. <laughs> and then there's the way that we respond to it. And the place in between those two things is where we get to insert our own integrity and our own truth and our own story and our own values, right? And that usually those aren't related um, to the story of like that we're not lovable and that we will be abandoned if we do the wrong thing. Does that make sense? So um, anyway, I said yes. And then I got to serve twice a day for four days. <laughs> which is, I'm so sorry, I can barely lift my arm. <laughs> um, so we're going to practice some yoga today. I'm very, very excited to be back. And I feel, my cup feels very, very full. And um, I just appreciate all of you so much. Let's begin. Bring your hands to your heart.
blocks to the top of your mat, just like, you know, around. <clears throat> and then um, child's pose, please. thing is, is that our hearts are big and stretchy enough, expansive enough to hold space, right? For the little inklings of doubt if we're doing the right thing and still say yes. That's what a relationship with faith really is. Faith has room for doubt. Faith has room for doubt. And walk your hands forward, forward, forward. Mm-hmm. And then a strong pull of the navel back towards the spine to root your hips to your sitting bones. Yeah, that's it, Sherry. Good. 